0: Krishna and dear devotees welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in Hythe, Kent, Southeast England just near the English Channel we're hunkered down here uh, trying to create a haven uh, which is coincidental because Hythe translates into haven into Anglo-Saxon haven so here we are in the safe haven and I know that uh, the covid's starting to rage again and people are starting to rage about it and there is so much controversy and fifty percent of the people are thinking one way and thinking fifty percent are thinking another way and so many issues. But this Shrimad Bhagavatam is the absolute truth. <clears throat> Literary incarnation of Sri Krishna. and uh, and he's calling the shots. So let's see what happens. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram from Sri Krishna Leela Stava 412 through 416 by Srila Sanatan Goswami. Glorifying very beautifully the Srimad Bhagavatam. Sarva Shastra Bdipiyusha sarva vedaika satpala, sarva ratnaja sarva lokaika O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. sarva bhagavata prana Srimad Bhagavataprabhu Kali Dwando Shri Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Shri Krishna Paramananda Pattaya Prema Sarvadasava Savya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna himself. Mm-hmm. mat Bando Matsangin Madguru Man Mahadana Manistadagabad bhagya my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadhu sadhuta dayin atini chochita kada hanamunca gadacin mam premna ritkantayoks pura O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevāyā Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevāyā Om Namo, Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate
1: Vasudevaya
0: All right. Yesterday we started this, this epic journey uh, to read cover to cover, uh, the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. And cover to cover means from the beginning of the dedication all the way through the front matter and then all twelve cantos with all the purports every word. So we've reached uh, the introduction of the Shrimad bhagavatam uh, We just started the uh, short life sketch of Lord Chaitanya and we're in the middle of that sketch. The Lord's early life was recorded by one of his chief, chief devotees and contemporaries namely Srila Murari Gupta a medical practitioner of that time and the latter part of the life of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was recorded by his private secretary Sri Damodar Goswami or Srila Sūrup Damodar, who was practically a constant companion of the Lord at Puri. These two devotees recorded practically all the incidents of the Lord's activities and later on all the books dealing with the Lord, which are, which are above mentioned, were composed on the basis of the Katachas, notebooks, of Srila Damodar Goswami and Murari Gupta. So the Lord advented Himself on the Palguni Purnima evening of 1407 Shikabda and it was by the will of the Lord that there was a lunar eclipse on that evening. During the hours of eclipse it was the custom of the Hindu public to take bath in the Ganges or any other sacred river and chant the Vedic mantras purification. When Lord Caitanya was born, during the lunar eclipse, all India was roaring with the holy sound of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. These sixteen names of the Lord are mentioned in many Puranas and Upanishads, and they are described as the Taraka-Brahmanama of this age. It is recommended in the shastras that offenceless chanting of these holy names of the Lord can deliver a fallen soul from material bondage. There are innumerable names of the Lord, both in India and outside, and all of them are equally good because all of them indicate the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But because these 16 are especially recommended for this age, people should take advantage of them and follow the path of the great acharyas who attained success by practicing the rules of the Shastras, revealed scriptures. The simultaneous occurrence of the Lord's appearance and the lunar eclipse indicated the distinctive mission of the Lord. The mission was to preach the importance of chanting the holy names of the Lord in this Kali, age of Kali, quarrel. In this present age, quarrels take place even over trifles. And therefore, the Shastras have recommended for this age a common platform for realization namely, chanting the holy names of the Lord. People can hold meetings to glorify the Lord in their respective languages and with melodious songs, and if such performances are executed, executed in an offenseless manner, it is certain that the participants will gradually attain spiritual perfection without having to undergo more rigorous methods. At such meetings, everyone, the learned and the foolish, the rich and the poor, the Hindus and the Muslims, the Englishmen and the Indians, and the Chandalas and the Brahmanas can all hear the transcendental sounds and thus cleanse the dust of material association from the mirror of the heart. To confirm the Lord's mission, all the people of the world will accept the holy name of the Lord as the common platform For the universal religion. To confirm the Lord's mission, all the people of the world will accept the holy name of the Lord as the common platform for the universal religion of mankind. In other words, the advent of the holy name took place along with the advent of Lord Sri Chaitanya, Mahaprabhu. When the Lord was on the lap of his mother, he would at once stop crying as soon as the ladies surrounding him chanted the holy names and clapped their hands. This peculiar incident was observed by the neighbors with awe and veneration. Sometimes the young girls took pleasure in making the Lord cry and then stopped him stopped him by chanting the holy name. So from his very childhood the Lord began to preach the importance of the holy name in his early age Lord Sri Chaitanya was known as Nimai this name was given by his beloved mother because the Lord took his birth beneath the nimba tree in the courtyard of his paternal house when the Lord was offered solid food at the age of six months in the ana ceremony, the Lord indicated His future activities. At this time it was customary to offer the child both coins and books in order to get some indication of the future tendencies of the child. The Lord was offered on one side coins and on the other the Shrimad bhagavatam The Lord accepted the Bhāgavatam instead of the coins when he he was a mere baby crawling in the yard one day a snake appeared before him and the Lord began to play with it all the members of the house were struck with fear and awe but after a little while the snake went away and the baby was taken away by his mother Once he was stolen by a thief who intended to steal his ornaments. But the Lord took a pleasure trip on the shoulder of the bewildered thief who was searching for a solitary place in order to rob the baby. It so happened that the thief, wandering hither and thither, finally arrived just before the house of Jagannath Mishra. And being afraid of being caught, dropped the baby at once. Of course, the anxious parents and relatives were glad to see the lost child. Once, a pilgrim, Brahmana, was received at the house of Jagannath Mishra and when he was offering food to the Godhead, the Lord appeared before him and partook of the prepared food. The eatables had to be rejected because the child touched them and so the Brahmana, had to make another preparation. The next time, the, sa- the same thing happened. And when this happened repeatedly, for the third time, the baby was finally put to bed. At about twelve at night, when all the members of the house were fast asleep within their closed rooms, the pilgrim, Brahmana, offered his specially prepared foods to the deity. And in the same way, the Lord, the baby lord, Appeared before the pilgrim and spoiled his offerings. The Brahmana then began to cry, but since everyone was fast asleep, no one could hear him. At that time, the baby Lord appeared before the fortunate Brahmana and disclosed his identity as Krishna himself. The Brahmana was forbidden to disclose this incident, and the baby returned to the lap of his mother. There are many similar incidents in his childhood. As a naughty boy, he sometimes used to tease the orthodox brahmanas who used to bathe in the Ganges. When the brahmanas complained to his father that he was splashing them with water instead of attending school, the Lord suddenly appeared before his father as though just coming from school with all his school clothes and books. At the bathing god, he also used to play jokes on the neighboring girls who engaged in worshiping Shiva in hopes of getting good husbands. This is a common practice amongst unmarried girls in Hindu families. While they were engaged in such worship, the Lord naughtily appeared before him, before them, and said, My dear sisters, please give me all the offerings you have just brought for Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva is my devotee and Parvati is my maidservant. If you worship me, then Lord Shiva and all the other demigods will be more satisfied. Some of them refused to obey the naughty lord and he would curse them that due to their refusal they would be married to old men who had seven children by their previous wives. Out of fear and sometimes out of love, the girls would also offer him various goods and then the Lord would bless them and assure them that they would have very good young husbands and that they would be mothers of dozens of children. The blessings would enliven the girls, but they used to complain of these incidents to their mothers. In this way, the Lord passed his early childhood. When he was just 16 years old, he started his own Chachushpati village school conducted by a learned brahmana. In this school, he would simply explain Krishna even in readings of grammar. Shila Jīva Goswāmī, in order to please the Lord, later composed a Sanskrit grammar in which all the rules of grammar were explained with examples that use the holy names of the Lord. This grammar is still current. It is known as Hari Namamrita Vyakarana and it is prescribed in the syllabus of schools in Bengal. During this time, a great Kashmiri scholar named Keshava Kashmiri came to Nabadweep to hold discussions on the Shastras. The Kashmiri Pandit was a champion scholar and he had traveled to all places of learning in India. Finally, he came to Nabadwip to contest the learned Brandt Pandits there. The Pandits of Nabadwip decided to match Nimai Pandit, Lord Chaitanya, with the Kashmiri Pandit, thinking that if Nimai Pandit were defeated, they would have another chance to debate with the scholar for Nimai Pandit was only a boy and if the Kashmiri Pandit were defeated then they would even be more glorified because people would proclaim that a mere boy of Nabhadwip had defeated a champion scholar who was famous throughout India. It so happened that Nimai Pandit met Keshiva Kashmiri while strolling on the banks of the Ganges. The Lord requested him to compose a Sanskrit verse in praise of the Ganges. And the Pandit, within a short time, composed a hundred shlokas, reciting the verses like a storm and showing the strength of his vast learning. Nimai Pandit at once memorized all the shlokas without an error, he quoted the 64th shloka and pointed out certain rhetorical and literary irregularities. He particularly questioned the Pandit's use of the word Bhavani bartu. He pointed out that the use of this word was redundant. Bhavani means the wife of Shiva and who else can be her Bharta or husband? He also pointed out Several other discrepancies, and the Kashmiri Pandit was struck with wonder. He was astonished that a mere student of grammar could point out the literary mistakes of an erudite scholar. Although this matter was ended prior to any public meeting, the news spread like wildfire all over Nabadweep. But finally, Keshava Kashmiri was ordered in a dream by Saraswati, the goddess of learning, to submit to the Lord. And thus the Kashmiri Pandit became a follower of the Lord. The Lord then was, was then married with great pomp and gaiety, and at this time He began to preach the congregational chanting of the holy name of the Lord at Nabadweep. Some of the brahmanas became envious of His popularity and they put many hindrances on his path. They were so jealous that they finally took the matter before the Muslim magistrate at Nabadweep. Bengal was then governed by the Patans and the governor of the province was Nawab Hussein Shah. The Muslim magistrate of Nabadweep took up the complaints of the Brahmanas seriously. And at first, he warned the followers of Nimai Pandit not to chant loudly the name of Hari. But Lord Chaitanya asked his followers to disobey the orders of the Kazi. And they went on with their Sankirtan chanting party as usual. The magistrate then sent constables who interrupted Sankirtan and broke some of the mridangas, drums. When Nimai Pandit heard of this incident, he organized a party for civil disobedience. He is the pioneer of the civil disobedience movement in India for the right cause. He organized a procession of 100,000 men with thousands of mudangas and karatals, hand symbols. And this procession this procession passed over the roads of nabadweep in defiance of the Kasi who had issued the order. Finally, the procession reached the house of the Qazi, who went upstairs out of fear of the masses. The great crowds assembled at the Qazi's house displayed a violent temper, but the Lord asked them to be peaceful. At this time, the Qazi came down and tried to pacify the Lord by addressing him as his nephew. The Qazi pointed out that he, ref, that he referred to Nilambar Chakravarti as uncle and that consequently Śrīmatī Shachidevi, Devī, the mother of Nimai Pandit, was his cousin-sister. He asked the Lord whether his sister's son could be angry at his maternal uncle. And the Lord replied that since the Kazī was his maternal uncle, he should receive his nephew well at his home. In this way the issue was mitigated and the two learned scholars began a long discussion <coughs> excuse me. In this way the issue was mitigated and the two learned scholars began a long discussion on the Quran and the Hindu Shastras. The Lord raised the question of cow killing, and the Kazi properly answered him by referring to the Quran. In turn, the Kāsī also questioned the Lord about cow sacrifice in the Vedas. And the Lord replied that such sacrifice as mentioned in the Vedas is not actually cow killing. In that sacrifice, an old bull or cow was sacrificed for the sake of receiving a fresh, younger life by the power of Vedic mantras. But in the Kāli Yuga, such cow sacrifices are forbidden because there are no qualified brahmanas capable of conducting such a sacrifice in fact in kali yuga all yajnas sacrifices are forbidden because they are useless attempts by foolish men in kali yuga only the sankirtan yagya is recommended for all practical purposes speaking in this way the Lord finally convinced the Kazi, who became the Lord's follower. The Kazi, thenceforth, declared that no one should hinder the Sankirtan movement which was started by the Lord and the Kazi left this order in his will for the sake of progeny. The Kazi's tomb still exists in the area of Navadwip and Hindu pilgrims go there to show their respect. The Kazi's descendants are residents and they never objected to Sankirtan even during the Hindu-Muslim riot days. This incident shows clearly that the Lord was not a so-called timid Vaishnava. A Vaishnava is a fearless devotee of the Lord and for the right cause he can take any step suitable for the purpose. Arjuna was also a Vaishnava devotee of Lord Krishna, and he fought valiantly for the satisfaction of the Lord, similarly, Vajangaji or Hanuman was also a devotee of Lord Rama, and he gave lessons to the non-devotee party of Ravana. The principles of Vaishnavism are to satisfy the Lord by all means. a Vaishnava is by nature. A non violent, peaceful, living being, and he has all the good qualities of God. But when the non devotee blasphemes the Lord or his devotee, the Vaishnava never tolerates such blasphemy. I'm sorry, I have to read that last sentence again. A Vaishnava is by nature a non-violent, peaceful living being, and he has all the good and he has all the good qualities of God. But when the non-devotee blasphemes the Lord or his devotee, the Vaishnava never tolerates such impudency. After this incident, the Lord began to preach and propagate His Bhagavad Dharma or Sankirtan movement more vigorously and whoever stood against this, this propagation of the Yuga Dharma or duty of the age was properly punished by various types of chastisement. A Brahmana gentleman named Chapala Gopal who also happened to be a maternal uncle of the Lord was inflicted with leprosy by way of chastisement and later When he was repentant, he was accepted by the Lord. In the course of his preaching work, he used to send daily all his followers, including Śrīla Nityananda Prabhu and Thakur Haridās, two chief whips of his party, from door to door to preach the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. All of Navadvībh was surcharged with this Sankirtan movement and his headquarters were situated at the house of Bas and Sri Advaita Prabhu, two of his chief householder disciples. These two learned heads of the Brahmana community were the most ardent supporters of Lord Chaitanya's movement. Sri Advaita Prabhu was the chief cause for the advent of the Lord. When Advaita Prabhu saw that the total human society was full of materialistic activities and devoid of devotional service which alone could save mankind from the threefold miseries of material existence he out of his causeless compassion for the age-worn human society prayed fervently for the incarnation of the lord and continuously and continually worshiped the lord with the water with water of the ganges and leaves from the holy tulasi tree As far as preaching work in the Sankirtan movement was concerned everyone was expected to do his daily share according to the order of the Lord Once Nityananda Prabhu and Srila Thakur were walking down a main road and on the way they saw a roaring crowd assembled Upon inquiring from passers-by, they understood that two brothers named Jagai and Madhai were creating a public disturbance in a drunken state. They also heard that these two brothers were born in a respectable brahmana family, but that because of low association, they had turned into debauchees of the worst type. They were not only drunkards, but also meat-eaters, woman hunters, dacoits and sinners of all description. Śrīla Nityānanda Prabhu heard heard of all these stories and decided that these two fallen souls must be the first to be delivered. If they were delivered from their sinful life then the good name of Lord Chaitanya would be even still more glorified. Thinking in this way Nityananda Prabhu and Haridas pushed their way through the crowd and asked the two brothers to chant the holy name of Lord Hari. The drunken brothers became enraged upon this request and attacked Nityananda Prabhu with filthy language. Both brothers chased them a considerable distance. In the evening, the report of the preaching work was submitted to the Lord And he was glad to learn that Nityananda and Haridas had attempted to deliver such a stupid pair of fellows. The next day Nityananda Prabhu went to see the brothers and as soon as he approached them, one of them threw a piece of earthen pot at him. This struck him on the forehead and immediately blood began to flow. But Nityananda Prabhu was so kind that instead of protesting this heinous act, he said, It does not matter that you have thrown this stone at me. I still request you to chant the holy name of Lord Hari. One of the brothers, Jagai, was astonished to see this behavior of Nitananda Prabhu and he at once fell down, fell, down, fell down at his feet and asked him to pardon his sinful brother when Madai again attempted to hurt Nityananda Prabhu Jagai stopped him and implored him to fall down at his feet. In the meantime, the news of Nityananda's injury reached the Lord, who at once hurried to the spot in a fiery and angry mood. The Lord immediately invoked his Sudarshan Chakra, the Lord's ultimate weapon shaped like a wheel, to kill the sinners. But Nityananda Prabhu reminded him of his mission. The mission of the Lord was to deliver the hopelessly fallen souls of Kali Yuga and the brothers Jagai and Madhai were typical examples of these fallen souls. 99% of the population of this age resembles these brothers despite high birth and mundane respectability. According to the verdict of the revealed scriptures, the total population of the world in this age will be of the lowest Shudra quality, or even lower. It should be noted that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu never acknowledged the stereotyped caste system by birthright. Rather, he strictly followed the verdict of the Shastras in the manner of one's Sarupa or real identity. When the Lord was invoking his Sutrasan Chakra and Srila Nityananda Prabhu was imploring him to forgive the two brothers, both the brothers fell down at the lotus feet of the Lord and begged his pardon for their gross behavior. The Lord was also asked by Nityananda Prabhu to accept these repenting souls, and the Lord agreed to accept them on one condition that they henceforward completely give up all their sinful activities and habits of debauchery both the brothers agreed and promised to give up all their sinful habits and the kind Lord accepted them and did not again refer to their past misdeeds this is the specific kindness of Lord Chaitanya In this age, no one can say that he is free from sin. It is impossible for anyone to say this. But Lord Chaitanya accepts all kinds of sinful persons on the one condition that they promise not to indulge in sinful habits after being spiritually initiated by the bona fide spiritual master. There are a number of instructive points to be observed in this incident. Of the two brothers. In this Kali age, in this Kali Yuga, practically all people are of the quality of Jagai and Madhai. If they want to be relieved from the reactions of their misdeeds, they must take to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and after spiritual initiation, thus refrain from those things which are prohibited in the Shastras. The, the prohibitory rules are dealt with in the Lord's teachings to Srila Rupa Goswami. During his household life, during, during his householder life, the Lord did not display many of the miracles which are generally expected from such personalities. But he did once perform a wonderful miracle in the house of Sri, Srinivas, Dakur, while Sankirtan was in full swing. He asked the devotees what they wanted to eat and when he was informed that they wanted to eat mangoes he asked for a seed of a mango although this fruit was out of season. When the seed was brought to him he sowed it in the yard of Shinivas and at once a creeper began to grow out of the seed. Within no time this creeper had become a full-grown mango tree, heavy with more ripened fruits than the devotees could eat the tree remained at Srinivasa's yard and from then on the devotees used to take as many mangoes from the tree as they wanted the Lord had a very high estimation of the affections of the damsels of Brajabhumi, Vrindavan for Krishna in an appreciation of their hmm, The Lord had a very high estimation of the affections of the damsels of Vrajabhumi Vrindavan for Krishna and in appreciation of their unalloyed service to the Lord. Once, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chanted the holy names of the gopis, cowherd girls, instead of the names of the Lord. At this time, some of his students, who were also disciples, came to see him And when they saw that the Lord was chanting the names of the gopis, they were astonished. Out of sheer foolishness, they asked the Lord why he was chanting the names of the gopis and advised him to chant the name of Krishna. The Lord, who was in ecstasy, was thus disturbed by these foolish students. He chastised them and chased them away. The students were almost the same age as the Lord and thus they wrongly thought of the Lord as one of their peers. They held a meeting and resolved that they would attack the Lord if He dared to punish them again in such a manner. This incident provoked some malicious talks about the Lord on the part of the general public. When the Lord became aware of this, He began to consider the various types of men Found in society, he noted that especially the students, professors, fruitive workers, yogis, non-devotees, and different types of atheists were all opposed to the devotional service of the Lord. My mission is to deliver all the fallen souls of this age, he thought. But if they commit offenses against me, thinking me to be an ordinary man, they will not benefit. If they are to begin, if they are to begin their life of spiritual realization, they must somehow, way or other, offer obeisances unto me. Thus, the Lord decided to accept the renounced order of life, sannyas, because people in general were inclined to offer respects to a sannyasi. Five hundred years ago, the condition of society was not as degraded as it is today. At that time, people would show respects to a sannyasi, and the sannyasi was rigid in following the rules and regulations of the renounced order of life. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was not very much in favor of of the renounced order of life in this age of Kali, but that was only for the reason that very few sannyasis in this age are able to observe the rules and regulations of sannyas life. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu decided to accept the order and become an ideal sannyasi so that the general populace would show him respect. One is duty-bound to show respect to a sannyasi, for a sannyasi is considered to be the master of all varnas and ashamas. While he was contemplating accepting the sannyas order, it so happened that Keshava Bharati, a sannyasi of the Mayavadi school and resident of Katpa in Bengal, visited Navadvip and was invited to dine with the Lord. When Keshava Bharati came to his house, the Lord asked him to award him the sannyas order of life. This was a matter of formality. The sannyas order is to be accepted from another sannyasi. Although the Lord was independent in all respects, still, to keep up the formalities of the shastras, He accepted the sannyas order from Keshava Bharati, although Keshava Bharati was not in the Vaishnava Sampradaya, or school. After consulting with Keshava Bharati, the Lord left Navadvip for Katwa to formally accept the sannyās order of life. He was accompanied by Śrīla Nityānanda Prabhu, Chandrasekhar Acharya, and Mukunda Dutta. Those three assisted him in the details of the ceremony. The incident of the Lord's accepting the sannyās order is very elaborately described in the Chaitanya Bhagavata by Śrīla Vrindavan Das Thākur. Thus, At the end of his twenty-fourth year, the Lord accepted the sannyās order of life in the month of Mag. After accepting this order, he became a full-fledged preacher of the Bhagavat dharma. Although he was doing the same preaching work in his householder life, when he experienced some obstacles to his preaching, he sacrificed even the comfort of his home life for the sake of the fallen souls. In his householder life, his chief assistants were Śrīla Advaita Prabhu and Śrīla Śrīvas Thakur. But after he accepted the sannyās order, his chief assistants became Śrīla Nītānanda Prabhu, who was deputed to preach specifically in Bengal, and the six Goswamis, Rūpa Goswami, Sanatan Goswami, Jīva Goswami, Gopal Bhatta Goswami, Raghunath Das Goswami and Raghunath Bhatta Goswami headed by Srila Rupa and Sanatan, who were deputed to go to Vrindavan to excavate the present places of pilgrimage the present city of the present city of Vrindavan and the importance of Brajabhumi were thus disclosed by the will of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Lord, after accepting the order, at once wanted to start for Vrindavan. For three continuous days, he traveled in the Radha Desh, places where the Ganges does not flow. He was in full ecstasy over the idea of going to Vrindavan. However, Srila Nithyananda diverted his path and brought him instead to the house of Advaita Prabhu in Shantipur. The Lord stayed at Sri Advaita Prabhu's house for a few days and, knowing well that the Lord was leaving his hearth and home for good, Sri Advaita Prabhu sent his men to Nabadweep to bring Mother Shachi to have a last meeting with her son. Some unscrupulous people say that Lord Caitanya met his wife also after taking sannyās and offered her his wooden slipper for worship. But the authentic sources give no information about such a meeting. His mother met him at the house of Advaita Prabhu and when she saw her son in sannyās dress, she lamented. By way of compromise, she requested her son to make his headquarters in Puri, so that he could so that she could easily be able to get information about him the lord granted this last desire of his beloved mother after this incident the lord started for puri leaving all the residents of nabadvip in an ocean of lamentation over his separation and we'll stop there and stay in an ocean of separation until tomorrow night where we can continue this wonderful sketch of Lord Chaitanya's life. Okay. So we'll we'll take up the reading tomorrow night. And invite all the members of the sacred gathering of sages to please uh, reflect on, on what we heard tonight Hare Krishna
1: first is from Rati Manjari
0: Hare Krishna Rati Hare Bo. she
1: says Jai Guru Maharaj Hare Bo. Oh, thank you for bringing us the ripened fruit in front of our ears
0: May it be so, and may it continue to be so. Thank you. From
1: Gopakanya Devi Dasi.
0: Hari bol Gopakanya Devi Dasi.
1: Jai Maharaj, Hare Krishna. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada.
0: And jai, all glories to His Divine Grace.
1: <coughs> and Devi Dasi says, Hari Krishna Maharaj.
0: Jai Devi Dasi, Hari bol
1: And from Bhaktarupa,
0: Oh, Bhakta Rupa, Hare Krishna.
1: Thank you for reading this evening, Maharaj. Feels nice to absorb the mind in these pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu.
0: Yes, it's the goal of life. <laughs> it's the goal of life, yes, absolutely.
1: And from Bhakta Jason.
0: Bhakti Jason, Hare
1: Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Maharaj, where could we find the Lord Chaitanya's teachings to Sri the
0: Rupa Goswami? Chapter 19 of the Madhyalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita.
1: And uh, here's another question. Hmm. Also, did Lord Chaitanya take sannyasa? out of formality from the Mayavadi because he happened to be the first person around? Or was there a deeper reason?
0: Well, I mean <clears throat> it was the custom in those days that practically all the sannyasis were from the Mayavad school. There were also sannyasis in the Vaishnava school but they were not very prevalent. They weren't very visible in society and therefore our Acharyas uh, confirm that Lord Chaitanya took from Keshavarti not only because he was uh, was present at the time and showed up just at the moment of course that's by his will this is a pastime all of these are Lord Chaitanya's pastimes they're all happening by his will as a child plays without any uh, particular purpose just, for, just to play just to have fun all these pastimes of Lord Chaitanya are going on on that level just by his desire so it was convenient it was also formality as it mentioned in the text and it was also part of his strategy so that people would be more likely to uh, pay obeisances to him get purified and be able to follow the principles of devotional service and chant the holy name Hari Krishna <coughs> Dr.
1: Jason says Jai, thank you.
0: You're welcome, Dr. Jason. Hare Krishna. <coughs> Quiet bunch today.
1: From Anandamurti Devi Dasi.
0: Hari Anandamurti.
1: Dear Guru Maharaj and all the assembled devotees, Please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada.
0: is like a rock. It's steady like a rock.
1: Thank you so much for reading today. I and my husband were like Jagai and Madhai. Uh-huh. Only your mercy and Srimad Bhagavatam saved us. My husband is continually chanting 16 rounds every day. That is the biggest gift in my life.
0: Wow congratulations to you and to him Hari Bo
1: from Bhakti Sebastian
0: Hari Bo Bhakti Sebastian Hari Krishna how goes the marathon
1: Hari Krishna dear Guru Maharaj please accept my humble obeisances all glories to Srila Prabhupada all glories to your daily readings Hari Bo I really liked the part where Prabhupada says, A Vaishnava is by nature a non-violent, peaceful living being, and he has all the good qualities of God. But when the non-devotee blasphemes the Lord or his devotee, the Vaishnava never tolerates such impudency. Yes. I was wondering about the fine line between righteous defense described herein and being personally offended and reacting offended making the situation worse.
0: Well, you've touched the the difference. If a person blasphemes you personally or Vaishnava personally, they don't take it seriously. They think that this person is acting like this towards me because of things that I did in the past that were wrong and take full responsibility. But when that same devotee sees that same blasphemer blaspheming a Vaishnava or the deities or, or Lord Krishna or Lord Chaitanya for that matter, uh, then if the if the Vaishnava does not act decisively and even with anger, transcendental anger, then his spiritual uh, whereabouts as Prabhupada described are Unknown. You can't have a standing in devotional life if you do not respond uh, to the blasphemy of a Vaishnava by trying to defend that Vaishnava and defeat the blasphemer. Or at least go away and not hear. From Doyonitai. Haribol Dalni Thai.
1: Respected Sri Guru Maharaj, please accept my obeisance. Thank you for having us.
0: The pleasure, as always, is mine, Hare Krishna.
1: Would you please clarify how it is that one and all were chanting the Maha Mantra at the time of Lord Chaitanya's appearance? Well earlier I always heard that it was Lord Chaitanya. That inaugurated the public chanting of the maha mantra thank you
0: no it's the it's the, the the lord inaugurated the congregational chanting of the holy name of the lord in sankirtan this is different this is a ritual that uh, was a was a tradition in the hindu community <coughs> but lord chitanya he introduced the pure holy name and the backdrop of his uh, chanting the pure holy name was the people chanting the holy name and he made that chanting uh, what's the word he made that chanting advent in, in a different mood in a different way And therefore he is said to have brought the holy name into the Lord, into the world. Hare Krishna.
1: From Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Tonight we heard about Lord Chaitanya's leading the civil disobedient mov- disobedience movement against the Kazi. Sri the Prabhupada writes that a Vaishnava is not timid. Could you please elaborate on how in this time and age we could participate in civil disobedience to further the Sankirtan movement? Is there a place for this?
0: Well, we do it all the time we go out and chant and in many places uh, the authorities have been have tried to stop us and we keep chanting and devotees have gone to jail repeatedly and then finally uh, gotten permission so this is a kind of civil disobedience many places uh, where the businessmen because this is culture is all about consumerism And the businessmen, the big rich people, they don't want their businesses to be affected. So sometimes they would complain and try to uh, stop our devotees from distributing uh, Śrīla Prabhupāda's books. And in almost all cases, not in all cases, because it it did come out later on in America that they were successful in, in closing airports and malls and things like this. So, yes. It is civil disobedience to chant and dance and distribute prasadam and hold these festivals no matter what what the governments think. Luckily for us, there's enough opportunity to do that without uh, heavy uh, resistance like was there. Uh, in the days of Nabadweep. and it's also interesting to note that it was the brahmanas of Nabadweep that came to complain it was the Hindu brahmanas that came to complain <laughs> to the Kazi <coughs> another little note in that pastime that was not given because de- this is a very short sketch it doesn't give any the, a lot of details but the Kazi revealed uh, to Lord Chaitanya and his intimate followers that he had, had been he had been visited by a fierce form of a half man and half lion who sat on his chest and told him that if he stopped the sanctum movement he would kill him and then he drew his nails across his chest and the as he showed those, na- those nail marks to, to Lord Chaitanya and all the devotees. And of course, they were all in ecstasy, realizing that Lord Nishingadev had saved the day. Hare Krishna. Dharan
1: says, Thank you, Sridhar Guru Maharaj.
0: Hare Bol, Hare Bol.
1: And another comment from Rati Manjari. Haribo, I noticed also how Srila Prabhupada goes into great detail about the pastime of Jagai and Madai in his introduction to Srimad Bhagavatam, seeming, seemingly more than many other pastimes. Mm-hmm. Does this have to do with Srila Prabhupada's intentions of coming to the West and preaching to all the Jagais and Madais here?
0: <laughs> uh Yes. But it's not its not that all, the Jagai, Jagai and Madhais are in the West. The, the Jagai and Madais are everywhere, and that's why they met them in India. So, it's not that Prabhupada included that pastime in more detail just because he was going to the West. In fact, he had harder time in India, you know, before he left and came to the West it was quite a bit easier when he was in the West to get committed you know, souls to come and join and help him spread the the Krishna conscious movement Hare Krishna I
1: may not say this name properly Andrew's edge. it says.
0: Alexander's? It's no.
1: A-N-D-R-Z-E-J.
0: Oh, Andrzej. And and it. I don't know. I can't I don't know how to say it. Maybe he'll tell us. <laughs> he says, Hare Krishna, what a lovely reading. Hare Krishna, well, thank you very much. My voice isn't actually so good tonight. It hasn't been for a while now. But uh, I think the subject matter will make up for it <laughs> Hare Krishna alright thank you very much for all those lovely reflections and um, S- Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Samabeda Bhaktavinda Ki Jai yeah. Gaur Anandi, Hari Hari Bo Hare. see you tomorrow night same time same place same topic the unfolding of the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya who was the deliverer of the pure Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam to the world at that time for all of us. See you tomorrow. Hare